your body completely relax. And dissolve. Just <coughs> dissolve. Let dissolving happen. Let your attention be on your body, your feet, your legs, your hands, your arms. The movement that your breath makes in your torso. When you're ready, open your eyes and let seeing happen without labeling, without judgment. Just let seeing happen.
need very little attention in order to function in the world. If it's the right kind of attention, you can be extremely efficient. Leaving most of your bandwidth, your attention, prior to all of it, the depth of however far you can comfortably reach. And then a little bit of your attention is all that's needed in order to function. You don't need to jump inside out in order to concentrate on something ahead of you. It's beautiful how efficient we can be. When your attention is at home, yet there is enough to engage. stressed, it can even be dynamic, excited about something, and still have the bulk of your attention resting at home, resting inside. It's worth playing with it because it kind of clicks. It's kind of one of those things like, oh, of course. It's one of those things, but you've got to practice it first because we've trained to be kind of inside out. There's a microphone here if talking needs to happen. <coughs> okay, it seems like everybody got a very good experience on this and got very good experience on this yesterday. But to me, it's quite contrary. <laughs> um, I had such a trip on this self, you know. And yesterday I was talking about this um, energy that goes to my head, uh, especially when when I do uh, meditation. And we also touched upon to about the therapy. Um, so I'm really geared into it. You know, on my all the way to home in the car, and my my head is so tense. And uh, so once I get home and have dinner and. I started writing, working into it, trying to find a therapist, trying to learn what this therapy is about, and trying to find a good therapy in our area. So I really tried to fix the problem. Yeah. And it brings back, brought back so many bad memories. Um, you know, I grew up without any religion, and uh, I don't even know there is a Buddha blah, 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 until 10 years ago. So after finding it, I realized, okay, I have to learn how to do the meditation. I was never succeeding. I, once I sit there, I started getting this 
intense kind of sensation. At the beginning, I can't breathe. You know, if they say you have to focus on your breath and you're breathing in, breathing out, and it seems like such a simple process, I can't do it. I was sucking, I can't breathe. Um, and then eventually, this energy goes to my head, and I, I really can't do any meditation. I'm even angry to the people who, are, who can fall asleep in the, in the city. I could never do that. I'm, I'm really struggling. So it's, it just brought back so many bad memories. And I felt, I felt like there's something wrong in me. And because this big block, the problem, and that I cannot reach the enlightenment. You know, it feels so desperate. So, um, even though I know this is, you know, you know theory of me, I know this is, you know, I feel like this, I'm in this body, I'm in this mind, and this is me. Um, it is fantasy, it is illusion. But when I'm in the thick of it, I can't see that. All I see is, <laughs> I'm having a problem, I have to, working on it, I have to solve it. So that's one thing. And also, on the, during any given day, I will simply drop in without any effort. and just completely quiet. And uh, just to see, you know, I can't even say that I, you know, because it is just a drop. It's completely drop. It's completely effortless. You know, this happened every day, you know, in whatever given time. I don't really know. So it seems like I can't really go practice right <laughs> just after that it happened. So the dropping in, does it just kind of come upon you or do you make a decision to do it? The dropping in that happens naturally. And it's more like, uh, okay, one of the examples is when I sit in the car and I slide the door, boom, there it is. It's completely silent. Um, at the beginning it can be short, but it gets longer and longer. And then the, the thinking come, comes back and say, oh, this is a will, and I'm sitting here, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, well, this kind of a combination, and, and uh, looking at my hand moving here and there. I said, oh, we're just watching, it just appear. But still, there are the lines starting to work already. But, but that's kind of dropping in. Or I'm working busy, and then during the break time, I walk out, all of a sudden, this just this scene um, without really knowing much. It's just this, you know, I think really walking on the street and the cars and the trees and blah, blah, but, but that happened quite often, just, just this scene. And it's like, I feel that all the sensation of walking, but the, the walking, the person disappeared, the walk is not walking, it's just the sensations and all this appearing. So it's, it's, that is without any practice. Yes. It's just occurring uh -huh. that, I, that has been noticed. Uh -huh. So, um, and also, I, as I mentioned to you, that I saw um, this, I really don't know what, what kind of state it is. It's just a scene. Uh, maybe it is an observer thing, kind of thing. I don't really know. So there is 
tennis alone, everything, regardless of what I'm tense and upset or or whatever, is all in sync. So that's another confusion. What about this practice? You know, because it doesn't matter what space you are, it's all being observed. And this is just like puppet or like meat. You know, it's just, it's just like mistaken identification. Yes. Um, it's like a thief thinking this is me, I'm I'm seeing So that's that's another thing about this practice. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it matters, you know, when, when I'm observing kind of thing. Um, because it's all it. It's all that. Um, but I'm not in that state yeah. as much as I can. So maybe the practice is helping it. But in my case, <laughs> I can't really practice not sitting. I can't even do that. Um, so there are some struggling in there. Uh -huh. So that's my my thought. Okay, that's interesting, isn't it? Um, so, so you're getting these gaps of dropping in. Yes, and they're getting longer. Yes. What's helping that practice? What's the practice? Let me move away from that word. What What's nurturing that? habit that's happening automatically now. What's nurturing that? What's making those gaps get longer? What's contributing to that thing happening naturally? Um, it's kind of, it's not that like that I'm doing it. You know, if I'm doing it, it, it will mess up. Sure, so, it, but it, 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 it's kind of uh, just a drop. Just let him go. Uh, yes, yeah, not even like um, thinking of. Maybe there are some um, intentions there, um, but it happened. Well, when I'm slamming the door, it's all of a sudden completely shut off. Everything come off. So that is kind of a physical thing. Um, Hearing yeah. the sound, or the, all of a sudden the, the the change occurred. So that's 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 one scenario. Um, is it usually in the car? Is it place specific? Is in, in, in a car. Is it usually? Yeah. Does it? Is it almost every time in the car? Yeah. Well, this is almost every time. And uh, when I'm standing the water, okay, just, just drop. So is there an association <coughs> with the place? Um, is it some place in your subconscious that when I'm in the car on my own clock? Yeah, that's your switch. Yeah. that's your trigger. Right. And uh, uh, and but on the other situation, I, it it can be a walk in the office and it's just everything you know. Office, you know, just just feel like there's no one here. No one you're walking into. Yeah, bombarded with yes. whatever, uh, or in the street. Um, yeah. And uh, in the morning, it happened. If I take a morning walk, it's just 
bombarded with all those sensations. You are not saying, well, I'm walking now, just with all the sensations uh, happening in this uh, whatever. Yes. And uh, all those um, vision things okay. occurring. So that can take a, maybe it's nature or whatever. I, I don't really know. Um, but then the mind will kick in. I want to have more, and then there's tension. I want to Can you stop that thought when it comes up? When the grasping starts, uh, can you stop it and drop and drop in again? Can you um, not follow that thought? Well, not easily. Mm. You know, uh, if if thought kick in and I feel like the tension there, I have to let it go. Otherwise, I'm just keep going with the tension. But can you let it go and drop in again? Can you let go of the thought and drop it again? Or once the thought comes, you're in thought land. Which is it? Once it happened, um, I probably lose thought mind. Okay. <laughs> but then I then have to, you know, change the scenery or something. Maybe I turn the head around and see all this new, you know, okay. new scenario, new things. <laughs> and it gave me a shock. And yeah. Then I probably would Okay. Uh, yeah, clicking again. Okay. <laughs> Has there been a habit had in your life of anxiety? Is there a pattern of anxiety? Um, anxiety. Maybe some sometimes I would um, get very um, anxious. Uh, so this is kind of an energy. Yeah. You know, like I'm really, yeah. You know, kind of get, 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 get going, get going, get yeah. finished, got, you know, meet the deadline or some, something. Yeah. <laughs> something contracts. Yeah, something contracts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, generally say I, I'm having a very happy life and uh, I don't really caught up in problems. You know, whatever happened, I just fix it. You know, I don't really upset or anything. I don't get depressed or things like that. So. But on the other hand, I'm kind of I'm working towards something. I have to fix things, to get things done. Tell me uh, about that. that People say that I'm kind of um, personality in the third, in the three, or something, just goal-oriented. So okay. in my life, I'm always strong and always getting things done. Uh, I don't come up in any problems <laughs> and uh, okay. get upset of the problem. I don't. I just uh, fix it. Whatever happened, I will deal with it. So, and, and where is enlightenment in terms of that part of the personality? Is oh, it a goal? Is it how? How is it seen? It is. Um, I, I took it as a goal. I took it as um, that's another project. <laughs> I have to finish it. I have to working hard towards it. So this working hard. Gave it a lot of uh, tension, hence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this is part of my energy pattern. Yes. I uh, once I I can I'm always very focused on whatever it is. Yes. Uh, so this enlightenment is my focus right now. Yes. <laughs> Working hard. And it's only about letting go of that will. 
because when that personal will, mm-hmm. I'm going to fix this, I'm going to achieve this. Once that personal will is dropped, obviously there's a dropping. Because if that personal will was there, okay, I'm going to drive to the supermarket and I'm going to. If you're doing that as you're closing the door of the car, I don't think you'd be able to drop in. Would you? Like when the, the fixer is active, mm-hmm. you're not dropping in. Right. Are you? Not really. Maybe temporarily. The fixer can be there and you can drop in? No, the fixer there. Uh, only when, when the fixer not there. Um, that makes then sense. Yeah. Is, yeah. But dropping in, um, no, but letting go is not something that I can do. Yes! So the fixer can never be enlightened. Because you can't do it and you're the fixer. The identity is around the fixer. When you are absent, dropping in has to happen. When the fixer is absent. It's because it's gone. Because there's no fixer. Of course there's a dropping in. Do you see? Right, but immediately I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to drop out? Yes, that's, that's another fixer. Yeah, that's another So I'm just trying to fix it. Oh, yes. okay, there's a problem. Okay, I'm, I'm going and to fix it. And the fixer is the problem. The fixer is the broken thing. But how does, you know, this is kind of, how am I going to let the fixer die? <laughs> See, this is my mentality. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. automatically. Yeah. I'm trying to fix it. Yeah. I'm trying to do something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the doing is 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 the dualistic part at play. There is no enlightenment going to happen while the doing that tense right. doing is happening. Right. You see it, no? Yeah. Okay. So, can the doing? There's two ways of doing this. One is that that you can shift your perception, shift your relationship with the fixer so that you see that it's part of the Helen personality but it's actually not you. It's just the Helen personality, that's just her thing. So even when you've got a project, a goal, something to fix, don't invest in it. It's like, ah, the Helen personality loves this. Okay, let's, let's follow this through. So that there's something not invested in it. Now there's space for dropping in if it's going to happen. But that the fixer isn't 100% of taking all of your attention. Let's use an example as trying to find a therapist yeah. to help me fix this problem. <laughs> okay. So how am I going to be distance? You know, just the, the things still are happening, but then I'm sitting back. You know, there's yeah. Um, but I just don't know how to, how to play that. Okay. So be curious. I wonder what's going to happen here. I wonder if I find somebody, and let's see if something changes as a result of finding a good cranial psychotherapist or whatever type of therapy you do. I wonder. I wonder what will happen. Because 
when we're wondering and when we're curious about the outcome of something, it's much softer rather than needing a resolution that ticks the boxes. It's not as contracted. If we're like, huh, wonder what's going to happen here. Be curious. Curiosity is much lighter. There's no stickiness with curiosity. You take the same action, but your attitude is completely different. The fixer is much lighter, so there's more space, there's more fluidity, and the contraction doesn't happen. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, because I, in, in, in life, I quite often, I started losing up a lot of that, you know, yes. I'm, I'm an expert in fixing things and planning things and always constantly planning and fixing. So, but more, um, I, I find out that things happen on its own. They do, of course, they do. Yeah. Of course. So I feel like, uh, okay, just wait to see what's going to happen. Good for you. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. now there's less stickiness. So, the, the juice that you get out of fixing and planning and the buzz and the adrenaline and the, just that buzz that you get from being goal-oriented, you're going to have to surrender that buzz, that juice, that could be a little bit of an addiction. That's got to go. Because that buzz is, is only of interest to the mind. Well, it's actually, you know, growing up, like, it's kind of a human thing, you know, you have to stand up and you have to be uh, successful and you have to be whatever. So there is a person in charge. It's always felt like the way, like that way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For some, it's like the connection between another part of you and the Helen character has to change, and then the relationship between the Helen character and what she gets involved in that has to change. There's two steps. Okay. So say it again. Okay. So you and the Helen character. So when the Helen character is busy doing her thing. She's got a project, she's got something to fix. Some part of you has to observe her so that you're not completely swallowed up being Helen, the fixer. All right? So that we've got to get distance from the Helen character. Now, the activities of the Helen character, the way she gets a buzz out of her projects, that has to soften too. There's two parts to this. Because she's... She's buzzing on the adrenaline, the stress, on the, the, she loves her projects. You've got to see through that. But that's just a mind loop that gives you a good kick, but there'll be suffering for it somewhere, because there always is. <laughs> You've two layers. So when you're fixing, it's like, ah, here's the Helen character doing her habit. Now, you'd have some chance to see the Helen character trying to get a, a kick out of doing what she's doing. There'll be a distance already. It'll be harder for her to get sucked right into the drug 
You see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to detach from that drug, that buzz, the juice of separation and fixing a problem that isn't even there. You're, you're, you know, somewhere along the line, you, you learned how to get the sense of reward out of fixing something. Right. You set that up for yourself. It's got to break now, huh? Fixing something is just fixing something. You find a therapist who can calm the nervous system, great, you know? Like, okay, let's see what happens next. But some part of you has a, a, a really feel-good factor about having a project done. Right. Really good feeling, you know? That's your drug. That's your drug. It's like, hmm. That'll create a big attachment to the fixing mode. And that's so far away from dropping in, because now your, your mind is running a chemical to give you a feel-good factor, to give you buzz, to feed you in, to give you more energy, to fix something else. Da, 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 da. You're off running a loop. There's no way you're going to be able to drop in if you're on that loop. Yeah. That's true. You see? So we're looking for ways to soften all of that so that you can still function but without an attachment to the goal, without the tension, without your nervous system being up there, without your adrenal system pumping it to keep you going. It's like, can the same action happen in a much softer way so that there's an opening? Because like post-enlightenment, the same functioning is going to have to happen but without that buzz, without the fixer being, yes, I've got a project, great. Do you see? See, I can, I can relate it to what you were saying. Is uh, on the, on some not so, in, you know, I'm, in, my, in my mind, I'm always focused on one thing, a more bigger thing. So it's so hard for me to see through. But on the lesser important thing, you know, on the, the daily certain activities, and I don't see problems, so whatever occurred, just happening, 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 yes. happening. So I can see that easily. But on my main goal, <laughs> I have to be on top of it. So it's very hard to see. So you get attached to your main goal. That's right. what you're telling me in other right. words. Um, yes. Yeah. That's attachment. Yeah. That's my obstacle. Ah, uh -huh. that's your obstacle, yes. Yeah. And it's fine to have goals. It's just the Helen character's game. Just, it's just Helen's game. Don't be Helen when the goal is there. Don't be... Don't be Helen. Oh, okay. When the goal is there. Ah. You know there's nobody there. When you drop in, you know there's nobody right. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who the heck is the one who's all focused on a goal? What, what is that? Yeah. Who's she? Where'd she come from? When she's there, there's no dropping in. Because she's in the way. Because she takes all your attention. So there's a few things to let go. So watch the buzz, the drug that you get out of having a goal. Watch that feel-good factor. And let it become not good enough. 
Not good enough. Next time there's that adrenaline fix-it buzz going on, say, okay, is this good enough? Is this feeling good enough? Because I'm trading enlightenment for this. That's what you're doing. Dropping in can't happen when you're running that story for yourself. Getting a buzz out of fixing. Let it be not good enough. How's that sitting? It's very helpful, very insightful. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Let's see how you cook with it. Okay. Thank you. Good for you, girl. Yeah, good for you. That's a nice one. Yeah, it's good to, to crack the... It's a very good point that Helen has brought up. It's like that... The addiction to the buzz that, you know, we have made life give us a buzz, you know? And, it, and, then we, and then we get addicted to the buzz. What a trade-off. It's nothing, you know. It's just nothing. It's nothing. Because invariably it turns into suffering. It has to, you know. It's, it's, it's up and down and up and down, you know. You know. So let that buzz be not good enough. I remember dealing with that myself. I remember it. Like, it's like... It's like... Okay, here's that rush of, a, of an interesting project, which was usually around a man, you know? And it's like, okay, okay, it's like, here you go again. Off you go into fantasy land, and you're just, you know, another, meet him now another two times, and then he'll be in your mind 24-7, and off we go, and, you know, we'll have this mad something, and it'll be all over in a couple of weeks, and you'll be right back to where you are right now. Do you really want to do that crazy ride? Is that really good enough? Do you know? Is it really good enough? And it's not. Actually, it's not. When you're in it, you have no, no objectivity at all. You can't do anything except it has you. It has you there. You know? You're buying the game. You're playing. But before, I got clever at recognizing before I get into the buzz of something, the drug of something. They're like, watch now, Jack. Just watch now. You really want to go into this? Is this really worth it? And I'm like, no, because there's total peace here. What do I want that rush for? How do I want it for? For what? To distract myself from what? Peace? Duh. No. <laughs> and it broke like that. It's like, I don't want it. I'm not going there anymore. It's done. It's just not enough. I see through that rush. That's the best that life can offer. Not good enough. Not good enough. I want the truth, not this garbage. And I had a sword with my own mind, you know, a sword. It's like not good enough. I am not going there. I am no more not falling for this garbage. Stop presenting me with distractions. It's bullshit. Don't want it anymore. No. It worked. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, where 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 have we hands up? Hi. With Clark Tom. I have a phone number to give you afterwards. Oh, okay. Clark and then Tom. Okay, it's okay.
I uh, know what you're saying. I've known this here and here too. Like the same thing with you know, I've had a lot of substance abuse in the past. Like yes. So same thing. Yes. As far as this goes, I understand that too. Yes. I can get uh, I have a time. I can get just higher than hell on a rock guitar thing. I just get a buzz that won't quit. And I realized, whoa, don't look at this for a buzz. Yes. You know, so having said that, uh, you know, there's people like one of my favorite classical pianists in the room here, who's Marie, who's absolutely fantastic. She didn't get that way by just saying, well, I don't want to get excited about this. Use an example, but you know, people there's real greatness there. You, you don't get that way by going, Well, I don't want to have passion, I don't want to get too excited, and use this to feel good because it feels good. So, how do you different, differentiate the difference? Because there's, I don't want to get lost to something, but I want to pursue it much more than I am and want to get in it. And I, I don't want to use it for a drug because I can I get real aware of that. So, okay, okay, um, yeah. So, the, we can never know what somebody else's journey is. We can't. Whether it's, you know, a classical penis has this compulsion to just play all the time, or whether it was driven into them by discipline. I mean, the whole spectrum is there. Everybody's different. But you can know what goes on for you. That's the only thing you can know, is what's your own game. And then that experience is what we can give to others. So, from your own point of view, okay, so you know the area of substance abuse, and then we drop in, and my goodness me, there's all layers of addiction. You know, there's all layers of it, right, so you can see that. Now, if you can taste the, the buzz, the, the, mm, that, that the addiction is being triggered when you're playing the guitar, is there, is there another motivation for you playing the guitar? And can you find that and come from there? Because if the motivation is the addictive buzz, yeah, you, you're in trouble as regards developing yourself, you're in trouble. I mean, you can do that if you want, but you've you just replaced one of the substance for another. <coughs> right? It's something you'd love to do and you feel good doing. Right. It's okay. Right. But if incidentally, at times there's a buzz, Doing it, but you're not looking for a buzz. How's that? That's very different. That's very different. Okay. Yeah, that it's not a desire for the buzz, but a buzz just comes because just from the joy of doing it. Right. Now you're not sticking to it. Right. You're not sticking to the buzz. It just comes and it's lovely and that's great. Which is where I'm trying to kind of be. I'm not really doing it now, but the taste of the big buzz kind of scared the hell out of me. Sure. Oh, I, I can live on this stuff. Yeah, this is. You don't sleep in your, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and the other thing of thinking, not that I'm unhappy, but I will be much happier when I can get to this certain. Yes. Yeah. So, do you know the stillness that you were talking about earlier at the memorial service yesterday? That just natural stillness. Every art form comes through like that. In a true artist, the music plays you. Yes, yes. The guitar becomes an extension of your body and the music plays you. Yes. Now, that's where you're going. 
It's like life itself is making this happen. Right, yeah. Then we're gone out of the way. We're not in it for what I can get out of it. It's almost like your body is being used by music itself. Right. That's very keen. Yeah, and it has to be done with passion, you know. Mm, tell me about that kind of passion. I, I guess, well, there's different kinds. There's some of it where you just get lost in it and you're just putting every, every, every inch of your body's in it. Yes, and, and, and you're lost. Yeah, yeah. And you're, and, and you're doing stuff that you don't know how you're doing sometimes. All right, and this is it. That can happen all, by some of that, those zones you get into. That's it. Uh, kind of a... Probably nobody here knows Stevie Ray Vaughan or that, but if you ever watched him in his live stuff, yeah, it's a total electrical current. I mean, it's weird, weird, weird. Yeah. Fiber of yeah. This, which which would be too much to do that all the time. But, um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But, but he's probably a, an example, or you know, some people some people are extreme examples, so that the rest of us can learn. You know, most yeah. of us are the middle of the road. You know. And there's people that are really good, much better than other people, but there's something lacking. Yes. There's the take because they're not. They're yes. afraid to, and that's why I guess. Part of it, you know, they're afraid to get too much passion into it or something. Well, it's difficult to know what's going on with other people. You've got to find what's right for you. got to find what's right for you. The thing is, really good art always happens when the artist, performer, whatever they are, the artist has stepped out of the way. It's like you forget who you think you are. Right. And the music is playing you. Right. That's the zone. That's that's the zone. There's no addiction there because you're gone. You're not in it for the buzz. You're not in it for anything. Right. You're not the doer. You're the doer. You're not the doer. Exactly. Yeah. And it happens. And it happens to people. And I talk about it. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah. That's right. And then if mind says, "Oh man, I should have recorded that. What did I do?" It's like, don't grasp. Don't grasp. It comes, it goes. The next moment, be as empty. When you're talking about it, be as empty. Exactly. As you're yeah, driving home, be as empty. Yeah, yeah. Be empty, empty, empty. But the arts are a fantastic tool to make you forget who you think you are. To completely yes, surrender. Yes. It's as good as prayer. It's the same type of surrender. Same thing. So, yeah, okay. And that is a natural thing to, to this stuff to happen and it can't happen again. Yes. What yes. do I do? What was like you said, oh yeah, Yeah, and it's let it go, let it go, let it go. Be as empty in the next moment. Because what the mind when mind comes back in, it's kinda of trying to grasp. Oh, what was that? That's brilliant. I want to grasp that, I want to use it, I should think. And it's like, stop grasping, stop, go back into the emptiness. Because when the mind is out of the way, Beautiful, of course, it's, it's natural, if that's being fully human. Then it comes back and tries to reclaim ground. So it's right. extra vicious when it comes back, trying to claim and grasp and achieve and own and blow itself up, puff itself up, because it's been missing for a while, so it's kind of threatened. Right. You see? So it's like, huh, nope, let it go. That was beautiful, whatever it was. I wish I was there to watch it, start to watch it, but it was just happening through me, so. Lovely. Empty, empty, empty. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I know you know this being a musician, too, besides. Yeah. 
Thank you. Yeah, sure. You're welcome. We're going to Tom. Back to Helen's thing, where it was the buzz. Well, it's, she mentioned personality type three, that's also, but whatever, success, approval, all that. But it's not a buzz, it's more about existence. Um, that's because I was, I was trying to sense what's going on, and it was, it's, it's not about getting high from this, it's about surviving. Huh. Um, that I had to do it. Huh. And we could do this. I had a sister who had many handicap. So whatever it was, there was something I had to do to succeed to be recognized. And I really, you know, we can do this psychological thing, but that's the energy that's there. Yeah. Is I have to survive. You have to survive. So that succeeding, it's it's not a matter of getting high. It's living. It's basic survival for you. Yeah. Um, and so that, of course, that goes right into identity as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. Anyway. Well, that's an interesting one. That ties in a lot of what you said earlier. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's a thread coming through the whole thing. amazing how synchronicity works here. Um, I'm not sure. This, by the way, the whole identity thing, it was like, remember a couple of years and I had this big experience with you. And that was just a big experience for you a couple of years ago here, and it just shifted my whole world. But this morning session was as powerful as that. Just taking, you know, melting those two, melting the idea of identity. Yes. You know, or just even beginning the, the first little shadings away of it, that ice cube. But this is even far more profound. Um, I'm not sure what he's, where do I go? What would you do? Yeah. Or not do. Or not do. Okay. <clears throat> because you're intellectual, it would be good to kind of, for you to actually investigate. All right. Existence. Have I just been validating it by being an achiever? Have I been validating existence? And is that what makes me feel alive? It's because I perform in such a way to make existence pulsate or vibrate? And is it only then that the sense of existence is alive? Is it there when it's not pumping or being fed? It's not, not yet. Not, maybe, but it's not grabbing me. All right. Right away. All right. It's here. This, All is, right. this is where I'm feeling. Your heart. Yeah. Can there be a spontaneous melting of it? We're going to find out, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Let's skip. Let's let let's let that happen for a while and see how we get on. Clark was talking just now about his music 
I was listening with a lot of interest, but very detached interest. And then after quite a while, I noticed a thought deep down, just a thought. Music was everything. Music was my identity. And just the thought, completely calm. It's music isn't me anymore. It's not, I'm not. And I noticed, oh, that thought is coming and I don't feel any sadness. I don't feel anything. It's just, oh, that's not me anymore. I was just noticing that. Then after a while, I noticed tears were coming. Yeah. But I didn't feel anything. And I think when my mind noticed that there were tears, it got scared. <laughs> and started to feel some pain. Just because it noticed the body had tears. But before that, there was no no sadness. Yeah. And now saying that music isn't my identity anymore, again, pain comes up for, for a second. It's like, yes. like when you tap your knee and your yeah. foot jerks. Do you have anything to say about this? It's like as a letting go, no? It's like a phenomenal yeah. letting go, a recognition of a letting go. It's like, ah, oh, that's gone. That's gone. Yeah. It's just a recognition of that. And then there's the thought that might catch me. And the thought that says, well, maybe they'll not be singing again from a totally different place. That it won't be your identity at all. It will just, singing might happen. Oh, okay. Do you want to bring in a fantasy to make it better? Or what, what's going on there? I'm just wondering if I might get caught in that. Does it matter what, what happens in the future? I mean, it's just mind stuff, like. Yeah, I guess I'm just asking you, do I need to watch that, but I... I wouldn't go there at all, around. Maybe it could be another way in the future. I mean, that, that, will, that will calm your system down, but really you don't need to play that game. Okay, right. Yeah, just let go and be with nothing. It's so strange that it doesn't feel like there's pain now. I went through that massive pain about losing that identity and it was so painful for it to drop off. And then it got where it wasn't painful at all to even think about it, to talk about it. And then just now, you know, these moments when they're when it comes back for a few yeah. seconds. Yeah. yeah. That's just the process. Yeah, that just really feels like a natural grief. Just, mm -hmm. just yeah. another way grief comes in waves. Yes. You know? yes. Just, ah, there's another condition. Ah, there it is again. Yeah. yeah. It just feels like grief. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
and let it go. There's no no projection about the future at all. It's, let the grief happen right here, right now. That's it, you know? And it's just like a moment. Moment. again, it's gone. That's it, and then it's gone. Yeah. yeah. It's a lower, lesser waves. As time goes by, little waves yeah. get lower. Yeah. Okay. Good. And this affects me. Is there's what we've talked about? Is there like, oh, I'm having fun. I'm doing something you can't do or you used to do. And it. I always say this one. Not even it messes with my head. Gee, I, maybe I shouldn't do this or get into it or yeah, I'm, I'm doing something or trying to do something that she can't do anymore. You do what you gotta do. You do what brings you joy. You do what brings you joy and just love her. That's all. How she deals with it is her business. But don't let it stop you. Because I don't want to cause her pain, but I want to do what I want to do. Like you said, I want to do it. But you won't be causing her pain. You're living your life. If she interprets it in a painful way, that's her growth opportunity. Do you see? Otherwise it would be codependency. Yeah. You know, we're not going there. Not going there. We've got to be autonomous. You do what supports you. And how she deals with that. You can love her and, and, and nurture a, a quirky response if it goes down badly with her. But, but that's her response. That's her business, how she reacts to you doing something that was so central in her life. That's her business, how she reacts. Yeah. Great. Where are we going, folks? Terrence. Some sort of topic called pain meditation. I had surgery a few months ago. It's a long road. Um, I went home at lunch. I live in the area, so I went home at lunch. And for some reason, I've drawn to look through some notes I've written before. And as I read, you know, it just a, got very discouraged. Just the same, you know. Thing I already knew before, and there, you know, just the old loop. So I, uh, as I do, I started berating myself. And, and, was, and then I came across something I'd written uh, a while back, not too long, but. Um, and as I read it, and I brought it here, it's just a short little verse, but it's, it was an instant shift total shift and yeah, kind of you know, mood swing or whatever but that's just you know it was it was very emotional you know start tearing crying and I just couldn't finish and, and I know, this is maybe this is you know just for the mill so I thought you know, I would go over that maybe we could dispel something that's behind it or whatever. Do you want to read it? Um, yeah. Go for it. You know, not 100%, but <laughs> pretty, pretty shy. I don't share these things. So. Okay. 
I don't call me pause, it's kind of hard. Um, long before there was a voice to sing, there was a song that wanted to be sung. Long before there were hands to paint, there was a picture wanting to be painted. Long before there was an ocean to hear, there was a rhythm that wanted hearing. Long before there was fruit to taste, there was a desire to be tasted. Long before we had a heart to know, there was a knowing that wanted to be known. And long before there was an earth to love, there was only love whose gift is to be loved. No, I mean, what? I mean, it's such a contrast to whatever. Um, and I don't know, I guess I forget. Yes, you forget. I mean, for me, it's, I guess sometimes the deeper things I know, or I just call it a knowing. I just know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the rest of it, but so, and I wrote that, and, you know, in just 20 minutes or something, and, but you're right about her, you can't go back, I can't change it or make it prettier, so I don't know if there's police behind that or is that just something else that, If you know, I'm not going to trust my emotions. I mean, I feel just. I mean, just the thought of trying to, or what's coming through about presence is, you know, more than my emotions can handle, I guess. You can handle it. Feel that obviously from the emotion, it's hard to agree. Um, but you know, I have this. You know, I still have some sort of filter or something. Yes. It doesn't. Maybe that's not bad. Maybe that's the belief. I mean, is am I good enough to really receive? Yes. Or some, I don't know. That's why I, I thought I should share because. 
the knowing that, 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 that you have been in touch with right now, that you're talking from right now, that knowing doesn't know anything about being safe or not being safe. It's, it's like it's, it doesn't compute in the knowing what that means. It, it's like it's just not relevant. Do you know that? Oh yeah, I actually, I mean, that I can resonate with. Okay. And at that level, I, in my body, yes. Where my resistance shows up. Okay. So, the next phase would be really good to spend a bit of time with that knowing. where the debate about being safe or not safe doesn't come in. And so if mind goes in yakety yak, some kind of like, ah, but who, you know, who, who are you to like, you're becoming a fake person, this isn't you at all, this isn't how you know yourself. But whatever yakety yak story is going to come, out it goes. It's part of the old paradigm. It's just the old paradigm. It's just ego talk. It's just mind loop. Don't give it any power and rest back in the knowing. But recognize when the other story comes in and do your best to bat it away. Say, no, I'm going to stay in the knowing and read the poem again. Just stay in the knowing. It's like, okay, from here, I'm going to watch TV. Or from here, I'm going to go and do what I'm going to do or meet someone or make a phone call from this knowing. And see how it is to actually engage with life from that knowing. Might have to practice it consciously for a while. I can, or I bet I just realized something that um, during our conversation and my, whatever, uh, my pain, I don't feel the pain that I feel all day long. Uh huh. I'm not surprised. Resting in the knowing, touching into the knowing. The rest of it will take care of itself. Mm. Stay in that knowing. And relax in it, you know, and hang out in it. There's a short circuit that was showing up on Friday night. Here, unless there's somebody back there. You okay? Thank you, guys. You know, that was really helpful about coming from the knowing, all activities just kind of coming from that space. 
I'm in, a, it seems like I've been in transition for a long time, but a couple of years ago I came up here and talked to you about, I was a commodity broker, I was a lawyer before that, and, and so I've been really kind of driven, enjoying the drug that Helen was enjoying. Um, but uh, in my commodity broker experience, there were a lot of people who were coming in and losing a lot of money. So it was a very hurtful place to be in. And I remember you said, I don't think you'll be in that job very long. <laughs> anyway, so um, I'm thinking now the money is really gone, although the clients are doing fairly well. But because the money's not there, I'm thinking, well, at this point, and I do enjoy working, so I thought, what at this point can I do? And so I had, a, I had a broker's license in real estate for forever, and I thought, oh, well, maybe I'll try that. So I did kind of get together with a, a company, and what's happening for me is because the job is so amorphous that everybody's very independent, there's no really, what do you do? How do you schedule your day? And I'm also kind of starting out like I'm in kindergarten and I don't know anything. Um, and so just coming from, well, okay, I go out and show leases, and I just go ahead and you know, take this action, do that action, and just let it all unfold however it unfolds. And I don't know any thoughts you have on it because I notice my mind loop going, it's going to be okay, you know, it's all going to work out. We're going to leave this job and transition over here. And, you know, nothing has happened so far, but I kind of, I guess I'm kind of looking for some kind of encouragement, but I guess encouragement would be just to be with a knowing. I don't know. Any thoughts? Hmm. Hmm. What brings you joy? Um, phenomenally, like phenomenally, like in the world. What brings you joy? What brings me joy? Um, interacting with people and having fun uh, in a kind of in a spontaneous way. Um, not in a, and I was a lawyer, but all that kind of stuff was, was really not me as far as research and stuff. So I'm kind of more, you know, I, I like to be expressive and just kind of have fun with people. You know, oh, you want to buy a house? Okay, let's, let's do that. Let's have coffee or something like that. Uh, other than that, it would actually be reading a lot of non-duality stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, really, sure. that's constant. I mean, that's just been for years. That. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So you might as well have some kind of a job that brings you a bit of joy. Yeah. Bad self on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. We know it's true. Yeah. And it does sound like that real estate, like. That it could be fun for you. It could be fun, yeah. Okay. And, I, and I think there's a little kind of like uh, desire, which we all know how to work with, but uh, for it to accelerate or to kind of give me a little validation that this this is a good place to be. This will work. Um, in you know, yeah, because it hasn't so far. But I have been transitioning, trying to put my focus on leaving that job that's still there because it's a kind of an annuity business where you get paid for the clients you've already brought in, so you just do minimal work, keeping them happy. Right. You can still collect and then... Right. Yeah. yeah. But the atmosphere at the job and the person I work with, it's just it's just not a comfortable feeling at all. No, it doesn't resource you at all. No. 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 So, so in order to make it work for you uh, financially, would you have to like give it like some time ongoing? Yeah, I would have to have some kind of like an, either an arrangement that I won't be there that often, and I've kind of just done that just to see if they're going to say anything. Okay. Um, so yes, I, I can't just say, okay, I'm not going to, I mean, I could, but okay. I, I would rather, I, no, financially I would want to keep that 
flowing to some extent. Okay, yeah, it's good to have common sense. Now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Can you can you kind of give it time? Like Thursday mornings, I'm I'll focus on that, and I'm mm -hmm. not going to think about it the rest of the week. Just Thursday. It, where I'm going is that I think some kind of structure would be good for you. Yeah. Just structure, just to kind of let you land safely so that it doesn't distract you too much. Yes, that's what's happening because there is the back and forth and I'm trying to yeah. make it all work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I would prefer like ring fence the old work so because that's the one that can bleed out. Yes. Like, yes. Ring fence that. Be really, really disciplined around the time. It's like Thursday mornings and that's it. And that's mm -hmm. your time for focusing on that. Right, right. And if you're tight about it, I bet you the work will, I bet you the, the organization will be okay with it, actually, if you have Yeah, specific. actually, the funny thing is, is, is I distance myself from it mentally, and then it just seems that all these clients are coming to me. Like, I want to say, no, <laughs> don't come. I yeah. wanted to come over here, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put, put boundaries around it. Okay. It's just mm -hmm. leaking, and you're leaking your energy as a result. Put and boundaries around it. I put said, let it bleed out. You'll have a death at some point. Yeah. <laughs> But with energy, yeah, it'll bleed out. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay, so put a ring fence around that. Yes. And even if it does escalate, it'll just be for a while because right. you're, you're exiting, so yeah, your, yeah. your energy is moving so that there's a reaction from it. It's normal yeah. enough. Yeah. It's normal enough. Put a fence around it. Yeah. Be really disciplined around when you do that work. Mm -hmm. And let the other one play. Oh. Let the other one be the play, do you know? Yes. The real estate one. Yeah. Let that be like, okay, what 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 feels good today? Give yourself um, a few months to play and then put structure and order on it, but give a few months to play with it. Okay. To just like so that you can hear where it wants to go. Um, where you can interpret what feels right for you in it. Yeah. That that's good because I was coming with that same kind of, you know, new tight. Yeah, um, not for the no energy with that. But yeah. I have to make it work. You no, know? with the realty, no, it's yeah. like it, it's got to be creative for you and, and mm -hmm. let it play you. Right. And then you can organize instructions. Okay, that part works. I prefer working with this kind of client base or that kind of price ranger. You'll find your niche, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. You'll find your niche, but play with it for a while to let it let it mm -hmm. let it give you your place in it. Yeah, I like that. You know? Yeah. But tight Discipline around the old one. Right. Tight. Put mm -hmm. ring fence that one. Okay. That's, good. that's that's what looks much better in your energy field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. 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 And play and maybe play until like March. Okay. And yeah. and then the first of March you're gonna like, okay, spring's coming, now I've got to tighten up. How am I gonna really define myself here as as a realtor? How mm -hmm. am I gonna what, what's my sector here? Right, right. Okay. You know? Yeah. That that feels clearer. That feels it clearer. Does. It does. Yeah. Ah, good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. The lady in the back. Oh yeah. Can we can we just just because whoever hasn't spoken before, I'm going to give you priority. Hi. I um I was going to come <clears throat> Friday night and for the weekend, but I got a fever during the week and ah. I woke up this morning feeling wonderful. And I got in my car to drive here, and as I was at a light, a woman stopped suddenly, and I ran into the back of her. Oh my goodness! And she was very uh, immediately dizzy. Her neck hurt. Her head hurt. So right in front of us was a uh, uh, urgent care, but they wouldn't take her because she doesn't have proper insurance. So I thought, you know, I'm taking you, you to the hospital, and I'm going to get checked out too. 
So we sat at the hospital and just chatted and visited, and her mother called her, and she got off the phone and said, you know, my mother told me not to be very nice to you because you're, you're my enemy. <laughs> and, and I said, no, I'm not your enemy, and we'll work everything out. It's everything that's fine. And then they separated us. I went into one section, and she went into another, and um, I actually don't know what her outcome was. But I was lying there maybe four hours waiting to be checked, and I was so happy. I just thought, oh, I can have a nap. Then I fell asleep, and I heard someone crying, and I felt very sorry for them. They brought me a sandwich. I ate it. And all of this with no, you know, I just was perfectly lovely right where I was. And then they sent me out, I looked at my clock, I said, I have no idea what time the afternoon session starts, but I'll come over and give it a shot. And just as I was pulling into the driveway, there was a ghastly accident, right? Just right at the entrance of this road. Two cars had shared each other, right where the drivers were. Uh, but someone was looking, so there were two men taking care of, of all that. So I'm sitting here so moved by all that's taking place and just so grateful to be able to be here and here, of course, because everybody's, everybody's issue is my issue. I, you know, we all really have the same, same things going on. And so it's, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone and, and be here in good fellowship, you know, having had a nice nap. <laughs> I think I'm going to put, don't worry, be curious. Um, <laughs> yeah. To just look at things around the house. Yeah. Good, good, yeah. yeah. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> um, I don't know why you gave the microphone to me. Am I supposed to say something? It's heading in this direction. Because it 
What I wanted to talk about was joy. And when Clark said, I've got to do what gives me joy, something, something hit. And then another lady, you asked, what gives you joy? And the same, something, ugh. And I looked at that and I immediately knew what, what was hitting. It was that for, for a lifetime, for me, joy was music. And the word joy or what gives you joy that thing, I've got to do what gives me joy, that brings up the knee-jerk reaction of to have joy for me, I have to do music. And if I don't do music, well, there won't be any joy. Okay. And of course I know that's not true. Of course. Can lie in a urgent care after an accident and feel great peace and joy. That's why I want to thank the lady that I haven't met. Um, so, it, again, it's the knee-jerk thing of seeing a conditioned response in, in the body even of that condition that joy, if I don't do music, there won't be joy in my life. And I was thinking, I, I know that I can have joy. I don't have to even, I don't even have to, I can be in deep joy and peace lying flat on my back for the rest of my life. And that would be a pretty tall order for most people if they were told, you'll never be able to even sit, sit up. I'm not there, I'm not trying, I'm just taking an extreme. Yeah. So that I can see, I don't need anything. Because I don't need anything, but there's a conditioned response that keeps kicking up that I do need something. Ha! Huh. I don't know if you want to say anything about that, that kicking thing when Clark says I have to follow my joy and you said absolutely and I totally agree with that. And then there's this voice, well what about me? Yeah, what about me? What about me? What yeah. What, I have to follow my joy. Can I follow my joy? Um, yes. So I'm talking to that yes. part. Yes. This reminds me of something that Carl Benz used to say, and I know he used to come to this area years ago. Oh, yeah. um, I remember him saying, it's like shooting ducks. You're shooting these ducks. You know? <laughs> and they're down, they're down. And they come up, and they come up, and you shoot them again, and they come up again, and you shoot them again. And it's always the same thing. Oh, poor me. What about me? It just brings the attention back to me. You know? And it just, yeah, that's what he used to say. Just shoot it down. <laughs> It'll come up again, and just shoot it down again. You know? It's just going to always come up, but just shoot it down. Right, so it's just like thing. those ducks, they'll always come up. They'll always pop up. So what? So what? If you follow it, you'll be in drama. Right. And then there'll be no joy, because you'll be off the story. Yeah. 
It's just like one of those dogs. And it, it is kind of, a, I don't want to call it a fact, but almost a fact that I probably won't be able to pursue anything yeah. that people think would give anybody joy. Sure. That sounds kind of dramatic, but it's actually pretty close to the way it is. Yeah. And I know that anything I might pursue for joy, happiness, whatever, a buzz, anything, wouldn't be where it really is, where the that right. joy, peace, buzz, satisfaction, whatever yes. is, that's not from that thing. Correct. I'm doing, pursuing. But the mind projects it. The mind projects it. Yeah. That thing will bring me joy. That yeah. thing will bring me happiness. Yeah. 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 And it really looks like that. It, it really, really looks like that really until you see through it. When, uh, when I was singing regularly and felt like I'm not singing, who's doing it? Oh my God, something, something's singing through me. Yes. That felt like the joy was from singing. But it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was when you step out of the way. To allow something to happen. So I there is joy. Yeah. So that I can step out of the way without thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a little harder though. And then there and then there is like a phenomenal experience of feeling good. You know, but it comes and goes. Yeah. You know there's a phenomenal joy yeah. of ah, meeting somebody or having a good conversation or ah, having nice food or there's phenomenal yeah. experiences. And yeah. they have their place, of course. Sure. That's nice. Sure. That's a lifestyle. That's nice. Yeah. But they, it comes and goes, you know? And right. It's really got no substance. But where to the other joy? Yeah. And that other joy. Well, that's what is good enough. Yes, exactly. It yeah. is good enough. That is good enough. There's no desire that isn't then. good enough. Yeah. There's no desire there. You don't want anything more. Yeah. 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 That's what I wanted to say. It wasn't 
I think it was the first time I just like felt like in years I've done something without one with, with my mind not being somewhere else. Mm. It just mm. felt just very, and I, I slept and and I say the cat because it's not my cat. The neighbor's cat came over and spent the night on my bed. <laughs> you know, but it was just um, you know just to feel centered again. And I just I so appreciate everyone sharing. You know, everyone is just reflecting back a piece of me, and and, um, and it's just watching you, Jack, work with everyone. It's just you're just brilliant with how you track what's going on and where spirit takes you. And I just, I thought, God, 95 plus, <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, you bring us, you know, your gift at such a, a reasonable price. And it's just, it's just, um, just a lot of gratitude for what's happening here. And, you know, it's just a, a presence and a conversation, and I and I get that the conversation is just kind of to, at some levels, just to keep the mind busy enough so that we can it can move where it needs to move. Mm-hmm. And it's just um, it's just wonderful watching all this unfolding and movement. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, just it's just a big thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Just a mirror. Literally. Yeah. Just a mirror. Yeah. That's all. But you're putting voice in words to those aspects of my mind that don't have words or voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, it took.
know, and what we said, just letting the story arise. Yes. And so there's just something about stepping out into the moment without the story yes. and a commitment to not edit. Yes. And there's just something that just feels very kind of frazzle-legged <laughs> around that. Well, it might need you to be open yeah. and vulnerable and available mm -hmm. and empty. Yeah. There'd be no controller. Yeah, the last few years have been definitely one big emptying out, just with a lot of letting go materially and otherwise. Yeah. Uh, it's a good space to step into. Yeah. Something trusts the kindness of it all. And even when, you know, even when it's not, even when it is scary or uncomfortable, or something that does trust the, the kindness of it, I guess I should say. Yes. Trust good. The, the setup. The setup, yeah. <laughs> there is goodness at its core, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, that feels like, you know, like the essence of all trust, you know, it's like, you know. Yes. I haven't been disappointed yet, but, you know, but it's, the mind always conjectures another what if. Well, there's no guarantees. That's right. There are no guarantees. That's, that's what trust is about. Yeah. That's why courage is needed. That's, that's why this isn't for the faint-hearted. This is why most people don't want to do this level of spiritual work. They run a mile from it. <sighs> Just want to make their lives better, you know? That's, yeah. that's really what they're doing, you know? This level of it. People don't have the balls for it. Just go. <laughs> yeah. 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 What to do? What to do? <laughs> Pass the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to grab a quick cup of tea. My Irishness is looking for a cup of tea. Yeah. Can we take a three minute? <laughs> yes. Uh, when it comes from the heart, I'm gonna do it again. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs>
You can second that. You feel a bit numbed as well. You're here, but not here. Yes, it's, um, yeah. A bit of mind fry going on, maybe? Yeah, I think that's. Not sure. I mean, it's like it takes a real effort to haul it out. Then you don't have to. So even you know, you said something about what what brings you joy. It's too deep a question yes, right now. Yeah, right, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Ah. Okay, I can see you now. Okay. I mean, I'm not sad about that. It's, I mean, it's just like, oh, right now nothing's, that, there's no answer. Yeah. Like, what do you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where are you going? Oh, okay, there. Yeah. Yeah. And when Helen was talking about, you know, being goal-oriented, project-oriented, um, yeah. I, I go for project. I go. For, I like projects. You know, projects. And finishing a project feels good. Blah blah. But even that is like, eh. yes. So then a question came up: What would it? How would it be if you didn't feel? Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Drag it out. If you didn't feel not good enough, uh, what would that be like? Like, oh, there's a lot of space there. There's a lot of space, I bet. That's the limitation that still has you, huh? The not good enough, the contraction. Yeah, I never would have thought that until I tried that dream. But right now it's like, who cares? I mean, what, what's to care about? Yes, what's there to care about? Life goes on by, the body is here, and functioning happens, and. Just fine. Just fine. Oh, that's lovely. That's where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Jim. You're welcome. Thank you, Jim. Gratitude crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for your presence. Now I think back. Um, <laughs> oh, um, you said you're only a mirror. But at least, at least you're a good mirror. Because you could be the Snow White mirror. <laughs> We'd be in trouble then. But you're sharp, but you're not cruel, and you're direct, but you're compassionate. And we know other mirrors. I know other mirrors out there. Um, in, in your mirror, there's not a sense of ego, and um, there's not a sense of personal gain. I feel it's good to be here. And here you are with your back hurting, and 
You could have cancelled this trip and you chose to come and be here with us. And that's really special. And I'm very grateful for that. And I'm sorry I wasn't here for all the other days, but the truth is I only needed to be here today. Sure. And I hope you come back soon, healthy, and sit with us again. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Thank that's you. lovely. Is there any other any other questions? Because yes, somebody's gonna play some music. Have we any anything else? Satsangish before we get lighter. Is everybody okay? Even those who didn't speak much or at all? Thirty seconds, sure. Just a 30 second thank you of kind of unintended consequences, but um, from this workshop, I feel I have a, my oldest brother is, has uh, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and some whatnot. He's kind of in his own world at this point. Yeah. And he's been in the hospital the last couple of days. And, you know, um, I just feel more grounded about the whole thing because it's, to me, it's just a Sad, sad thing. I mean, it's, he gets angry and you have to restrain him. And it's like, oh. But you know, um, maybe I, I don't know if I have better boundaries or better clarity about it, but I was really upset about it. And now I'm like more compassionate. Just, just feel, and, you know, it's not all there, but I, I think it's really related to what's been going on. And, that's it, I just had another gratitude to thanks. And for everybody here, it's a, it's a community. Yeah, it's a community. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, you know, like I was at an acupuncturist someday last. We were here for the for for this week. Someone gave us a, a vacation which was wonderful. So I could fly last weekend and then rest for a few days because I knew I can't do a flight and go into the work, so it was like just beautiful how it worked out. And just before, so we flew on Saturday. On Friday, I was with an acupuncturist, and on Thursday, I was with my osteopath, who was my primary care doctor through this back fracture thing. And they both said, You're going to fly on Saturday. You're going to fly. And the acupuncturist said, Okay, I know you want to fly. Tomorrow, you know, she says, I'm going to leave the room, we're going to clear the energy, I'm going to leave the room, and, you know, and let's see really what, you know, what's coming from truth, you know, and she, she's great. She talks my language, obviously. <laughs> she left the room, she came back, well, and I said, I'm going to see my tribe. And that's what came out of my mouth. I'm going to see my tribe, and she goes, oh, she said, I'm sure you cancel it, but if you put it that way, I totally get it. She says, Buffalo lady, yes. <laughs> so everybody's good? Tom's pulled out the guitar. This is a free amateur, okay? That's what it is.
You just think you're not. 
You're already God, you know, playing around with losing yourself and finding yourself and experiencing yourself and experiencing separation. But you're already God. I'm just talking to myself. You know you're God, you know. It's just that your mind talks sometimes. And the mind has other ideas and that's God, that's God's tool for imagining that there's something to play with. It's already in the can, you know. It's already, it's already home, and beautiful and perfect. your mind starts giving you some jip, some garbage. It's just nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Don't believe it, you know. Just use your functioning mind to manage in the world. You've got enough skills to be able to, you know, earn a living and take care of yourself and have a nice life. your functioning mind. And the rest of it, shock it out. It's a liar. It's a liar. <coughs> there are no problems unless you let your mind run amok. Life is beautiful. Really, it's very beautiful. Just remember, just remember the knowing of the bigger picture. Just remember. Whatever your anchor is that you have to remember, <coughs> use it. The place beyond story. Remember it. And stay there. You never left it, you know. It's just mind is spinning a story for you. 
So would you imagine you left it? But it's nothing more than that. It's nothing more than something imagined into a subjective reality. It's garbage. There's no substance at all. phenomenal level. Thank you all for your time and taking this chunk of time to hang out for the weekend. Thank you. And thank you to Matthew and Joan for organizing and advertising. And they put a lot of effort into advertising, but still we just, we get those who want to go the whole way. So fair news to us for all the effort that comes in goes on behind the scenes. Thank you. Yes, Mahesh does a fair bit too behind the scenes. Yes. <laughs> and his sidekick over there, Denise. Thank you both. Thank you. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens from here. On a physical, practical jack note, there's a um, there's two five-day retreats in Thiruvannamalai in January. And that'll be wild. My body is going to be completely well, but it'll be great fun. <laughs> so if you've got nothing to do in January, come to India. <laughs> um, in February, it's really kind of a bucket list thing, because I think it'll be my, you know, it'll be the only time I do a retreat there. I don't know if I go back again, but it just feels like I need to go back. It's like a closure of a circle. Like I need to go back and just, okay, that's done. And, and I don't know what's going to happen then, but I think there's change of foot. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. That's India in January. Um, and in February, there's a five-day residential retreat in Sebastian, which is kind of, in, I suppose, the middle of Florida on the East Coast. Well, no, maybe a third of the way down on the East Coast, Sebastian, not too far from Melbourne. Um, and it's in an ashram, and it's five days long residential retreat. So there's no talking outside of Satsang. So there's a living community there. It's kind of a funky place. Um, yeah, it's an interesting place to do a retreat. So we'll be there for five days in February. Then the next residential retreat is in Massachusetts on the first week of July. That's the next residential after February. For, for Massachusetts? Yeah, we do. We have, yeah, we have those. Will we get emails to go back? Florida's on the website. It's on the website, really. I don't do much mailing. Yeah. I... Did you check the website? 
<laughs> to the website is the thing. Yeah. Just keep this tribe in mind for next spring. Keep this tribe in mind for next spring. Let's see how it goes. I know I'm in Austin in May anyway. Austin. That's not too far. Something like that. Do you know when? Not off the top of my head. The three day thing last year, I mean, the pest over Memorial Day is really sweet. Yeah, we had an extra day here. Yeah, we had the Monday. We did three full so we'll days. See you <laughs> <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see how it goes. Come to our residential because that's a deep dive. The residential, you know, like well, you know, you've gone to one. It's a deep dive. Yeah. And the silence between, so you're just left with, yeah, it's just, you can't lead it out, you know, you just do the work and you go for the next bit and the next bit. Yeah, it's nice, it works nicely. That's where we're at. And then there's Fly High, which is really nice. Um, I like Fly High a lot. And a few people here around Fly High, I don't know if you want to say something about it or not, but it's, it's just a, a virtual satsang community where we have a, a discussion room, which is like a blog. And so we, we just dialogue there, whatever's going on, just whatever's going on. And then there's material and there's a teaching video every month. And it's, it's, uh, it's not for beginners, but you guys might find support there. I'd just like to say that all of Jack's uh, monthly talks are archived. They're all archived on the Florida website, and they are truly great. Yeah. So you can go back and hear every talk she's done for the last three years. Yeah. And um, it's an incredible resource. So I listen to that, go back, listen to the early ones. I, I realized I didn't really even get it the first time I heard it. Now it's, it can be real for me. Yeah. yeah, when I set up Fly High first, I knew it was a really high bar. You know, it was just really high. But it's like, this is, what, this is how it comes through here. So, but the, the community has really matured now. They're just seeing things, you know, so it's beautiful. So yeah, we kept all the... So you can just join Fly High or you can just join... You can just join the library itself, you know, just, just the library. They just want, like, a load of videos, like a couple of years of videos, one a month, and just, uh, like, advanced teachings of, like, 15 minutes of a video, you know, of, like, really explaining some point. Yeah, but they, if they ferment, they shift things for you, for sure. Yeah, and they, they flow on their own. Like, I often sit down to do the teaching video, like, okay, I'm going to talk about resistance, and it's like, oops, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, turn on the camera, and it's like, mm, okay, off we go in the other direction. <laughs> it's just got its own thing going on, you know. But there's something lovely about that community. Everybody, I've never had to take off a post, you know, never had a messer there. Everybody's seriously giving each other a dig out to help each other. You know, it's another, that's the virtual tribe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it, folks. Thank you, guys. Thank you all. Safe home.